0: New logistical shocks plus more great coffee on the horizon. Q1 2024. Welcome to Q1 of 2024. As we bring in the last of our Peru and launch into Ethiopia, Mexico, and Kenya seasons, we also see logistical shocks due to both war and weather buoying the sea market, while coffee stocks at origin remain high. On our end, we're confident and ready to bring in all the first fruits of the origins we know and love, as well as a couple new ventures. For details on this, as well as every origin in which we work, listen on. Logistics, Port and Warehouse Updates By far the biggest story impacting global trade and shipping logistics is the escalating situation in the Red Sea, where Iranian-backed Houthi groups based in Yemen have repeatedly launched missile and drone attacks on commercial shipping vessels beginning in November 2023. In November, all major ocean freight carriers paused or diverted sailings through the Suez Canal choosing instead to route containers around Southern Africa and the Cape of Good Hope. While some commercial vessels have resumed sailings, container ship traffic through the Suez Canal was down 90% in the first week of January. The situation is very much in flux and evolving by the hour and threatens potentially massive disruptions to global trade. Routing a container ship around Cape of Good Hope, the biggest alternative route to the Suez, can add a million dollars in fuel costs and 7 to 10 days of transit time in the best case scenario. But the Cape route frequently sees rough, windy conditions and weather related delays. Increases in transit time for so many vessels on such a large scale could lead to port bottlenecks, shortfalls in available vessels, longer transshipment times, and more unreliability in bookings, particularly as global shipping volume seasonally increases before the Lunar New Year on February 10th. Freight rates in all shipping lanes have increased dramatically since the Houthi attacks began and carriers received special permission from the U.S. Federal Maritime Commission to implement emergency contingency surcharges due to the Red Sea situation. The U.S. and international allies have pledged to restore safety to the Suez shipping route and have increased military presence in the Red Sea to intercept attacks, but face a precarious situation as they attempt to prevent the regional conflict from escalating. It remains unclear what resolution will look like, and what the timeline and continued impacts on global logistics will be. All of this arrives on top of a historic drought affecting water levels in the Panama Canal, restricting the volume of shipping traffic on routes that pass through Panama. We will be monitoring these significant disruptions as our Ethiopia and Kenya buying seasons ramp up in the coming months. Supply, demand, and the sea market. The sea market rose to $2 per pound before settling around $1.80 per pound at the time of writing. Even though global stocks at origin still seem to be high according to reports, fear of logistical issues due to weather and war, as detailed earlier, seem to be keeping the market propped up for now. Bolivia Our return to Bolivia was a smashing success this past season as we sourced and delivered quintessential examples of washed Caranavi coffee along with some of the very best anaerobically processed naturals we've ever brought in. We look forward to growing our pipeline in Caranavi this coming season with more availability to roasters across North America. Harvest will begin mid-summer. Look for a detailed update in Q2. Tanzania. A new origin for Red Fox, Tanzania has been mostly categorized in the specialty world as an origin capable of producing spectacular coffee, but not necessarily worth the logistical headache of bringing in. Tanzania coffees move through Dar es Salaam, a port notorious for delays compounded by extremely high temperatures and humidity. With harvest typically starting in October and ending in February, we feel fortunate that our coffee should be on the water before the end of January, and we're hopeful of arrival by early March. This year's crop was expected to be 10-15% larger than average due to a good rainy season and longer maturation times for coffee cherries. Prices have held for good quality washed coffees, and the mills are seeing an average of 9-12% PB, 35-50% AB, and 15% AA screen sizes. Our export partners say that this is the best quality crop in the last five years, with co-ops gaining more experience in processing and giving better attention to drying, according to a key trade partner. Stay tuned for an extensive newsletter about Tanzania and these coffees. Ethiopia. The Ethiopia trade continues to dig itself out of a long position of leftover coffees from 22 23. Larger private washing station owners entered last season's fray with inflated cherry prices looking to corner markets. This, coupled with high government-mandated minimum prices, led buyers recovering from 2020's economic woes and 2021's high sea market levels to look elsewhere to fulfill their needs. All of this will have a significant impact on the 23-24 harvest, which has been delayed coming into Addis. Working capital is at a premium this year with endless funds tied up in last season's unshipped coffee. Expectations are for roughly half the volume of washed coffee available this crop. Strong quality control measures will be of even greater importance this year than recent years, as the last crop needs to leave the country one way or another. Aleko is now in-country, and we will provide a detailed addendum to our Q1 quarterly report in the coming weeks. Kenya With an expected main crop of 650,000 bags, harvest is in full swing, as we're seeing the very start of top lots being delivered from Kirinyaga, Muranga, and Nyeri counties. Rains in November and December have led to slightly lower yields, down 15 to 20 percent, especially in SL varieties. Though this typically leads to better quality and processing as the stations aren't overwhelmed with volumes. Despite the challenges of shifting supply chain protocols under the Kenyan government, we've been assured by our partners that 2024 should see smooth acquisitions in Kenya. We're committed to getting coffees on the water quickly, and as in 2023, we have already selected lots for our first container and anticipate early spring arrivals. Our team will be looking to land wonderful coffees on both coasts with indications that pricing should be similar to last harvest. Mexico Our team in Mexico is very busy on the ground this month, making visits across the growing regions, getting harvest updates and meeting with farmers, including Puebla with new sources from which we hope to see lots of growth this year. Harvest has begun with mixed news. One major challenge across all regions is labor shortages. Reduced local cherry and parchment pricing at start of season has been a huge disincentive, and workers have either emigrated north or found other work to pay the bills. Where farmers can find workers, the minimum wage has also continued to rise, putting pressure on farmers' already squeezed profitability. In Chiapas, where labor has traditionally involved migrant workers coming over from Guatemala, the ongoing border closures and increasing violence in the state has contributed to even worse labor shortages this year for picking cherry, despite an otherwise large projected harvest. According to some supply chain and trade partners in Chiapas, the violence sadly continues to get worse, and armed conflicts in the streets between powerful cartels are almost a daily occurrence. People in the vulnerable rural remote areas near the border are living in constant fear, and many have left the state and moved north if possible. Local coffee buyers in the small towns around the farms, who usually provide a very important source of liquidity and cash flow, especially in the early part of the harvest, have closed shop and are not buying coffee. In Veracruz, Harvest started very early and went strong in late November and early December. Now, cold weather and rains coming off of the Gulf have completely stalled harvest in the higher altitude areas, which normally see full harvest by mid-January. Lower-altitude farms are finished for the season. If and when the sun decides to come out to finish ripening, harvest will likely be pushed into late February and March. Oaxaca seems an area of positive news, with harvest volumes looking strong and level compared to last year's and good weather that's helped ripening. Most farms are entering the main harvest now, which will last until early or mid-March in most areas, and a little later in the Sierra Norte, which sees later rains. Peru Peru's shipping season is closing out with our final containers going afloat this week. In many ways, 2023 was a smoother season than 2021 and 2022. Coffee prices came back into orbit, and shipping logistics were exceptionally smooth. The challenge this year was in quality control. Many coffee producers held on to their coffee from the 2022 season with the hope that prices would come back up. In the beginning of the 2023 season, we filtered out a lot of past-crop coffee. We also saw a lot of coffee berry borer, broca, damage in the dry mill as a result of a lengthy drought in southern Peru this season, which affected milling yields. Fortunately, we have a robust quality control team in Peru, and were able to comply with our internal quality standards and fulfill our projected volume. Colombia. We are currently in between Columbia harvests, as purchases from the second semester have concluded and we await 2024's first semester crop. Differentials continue to fall substantially from 2021, as prices come back down. In contrast to the rainy conditions that have plagued Colombia in recent seasons, a forecast for drier months ahead will hopefully lead to a strong ripening cycle for the May-June harvest. Flowering has been strong in both Insa and Nariño. We'll have a more detailed update in Q2 as the harvest is about to commence. Rwanda We had a successful Rwanda season this year with minimal shipping delays. All our fresh crop arrivals were stocked and available to release on the US East Coast by mid-November, and then on the West Coast by mid-December. It was so nice to get these beautiful coffees into our clients' hands before the holidays. Looking ahead to the next harvest season, Rwanda has seen regular rainfall since early October, which is generally good for coffee production, but also increases the risk of landslides in-country. This month, the Western District experienced a landslide due to heavy rains, but so far nothing has been as devastating as last year's torrential rains and flooding in April and May. Quality and volume expectations for the upcoming season are good. Countrywide, the crop volume is expected to be higher than last year. In Nyama Sheke District, forecasts are for a higher yield cycle as well. It's too early for pricing indications for the season, but inflation in Rwanda remains high, though it is trending down from a peak of 21.7% in November 2022. Last month's inflation rate was 6.4%, down from 9.2% in November 2023. The country's central bank expects rates to continue to fall in 2024. Guatemala. The harvest is underway in Guatemala. One of our sourcing partners reports that picking began for coffees grown below 1,500 meters above sea level starting in the second week of December an unseasonable cold snap has delayed processing and slowed higher elevation maturation, though we expect to see the same high quality as last year regardless. Labor shortages continue to be an issue, despite a 6% increase to the minimum wage. Many migrant workers continue to leave Guatemala for the U.S., reports a key trade partner. This especially affects medium to large estates, which depend on migrant labor for picking. In other regions such as New Oriente, this is especially challenging. While we are bringing in many of the same lots this harvest, we are also expanding our reach in Huihui Tenango by exploring new communities. Expect new arrivals come summer.